Troops. You right? Back with me, Tomo, on the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick this episode off, I'd a quick shout out to Combat Fuel. Combat Fuel is a veteran-owned, veteran-run company that gives its proceeds and profits to charity. But if that's not good enough, put in the promo code WARRIOR15 at checkout and get 15% off. I highly recommend these. I use their protein supplements myself and they are top quality. So make sure you check them out and make sure you get that promo in and get yourself 15% off. Especially in these times of need. Just do it. Also... If, like me, you love coffee and you love veterans or serving members and you're thinking there's loads of different veteran coffee companies out there, what are the best ones? I'll tell you right now. Dead Mammoth Coffee. Now, Dead Mammoth Coffee is not only veteran-run and veteran-owned. That's just the tip of the iceberg. It's also roast-to-order and ground specifically to your tastes. They've been on the show, they've discussed everything about the coffee that they provide, and it is amazing. And not only that, Tomo is going to give you 15% off. All you got to do is put in the promo code MILL15 at checkout, and give yourself a nice hearty 15% off. Some of the best top quality coffees out there. You're fucking welcome. God, I'm generous. (laughs) But, you know, without support and without a network of supporting um, products and, and companies, I wouldn't be able to get my message out there as much as possible. And this company has um, really stuck its neck out for me and I would like to do the same for them. Friends of the show. Of course they are. That is Right Flank. Now, Right Flank is a veteran-owned company. Of course it is. Because I like to give back to the veterans who have helped serve and fight for the freedoms of this country. So you're welcome for that. Now, Right Flank, they are producing some of the best, top-quality fitness apparel out there. And not only that, they support and help other veteran companies as well. So why not give back to them? Because they give back to us, you know. And while you're there, Tomo's going to give you a lovely, lovely 15% off. Ooh, it rolls off the tongue, does it not? Mm, mm, mm. Put in the promo code FLANKED15 at checkout for 15% off. If, like me, you suffer from depression, you might even suffer from anxiety, you might even have a sleeping disorder, could possibly even have an eating disorder... Or like me, you've been out for doing these 15, 15, that is a joke, a 5k run or even even 15k. Why not? And you get back and your muscles are sore, your knees are sore, your joints are sore, your ankles are sore. Everything is sore. Use CBD oil. It fucking works. Scientifically proven. I happen to use the, the rub, the muscle rub, and it helps relax the muscles, it helps... Get rid of those aches and pains within the joints itself. Scientifically proven and just fucking brilliant. And I would highly recommend Infusion CBD. They are the best in the UK. That is 
true. And for you troopers, I'm going to give you 15% off because what am I? I'm just the guy that keeps on giving. Now, put in the promo code GRANITE15 at checkout for 15% off. Right, let's get down to it. This episode, I was supposed to be joined by the one and only Little Brown. Little Brown couldn't handle his drink on his birthday, so left Tomo all on his fucking onesie to record this amazing episode of me rambling to myself, back like in the olden days, sitting in the chair on my own, killing it. So, this episode, Tomo is the lone wolf. Welcome to the Granite Zero podcast. to the Granite Zero podcast, ladies and gentlemen, troops. Um, what I was going to do today was, I was going to have a guest on, but unfortunately, uh, no one's managed to get back to me. Is what it is. Um, Little Brown was also supposed to be joining me today, but again, unfortunately, it's his birthday. Well, not unfortunately his birthday, but happy birthday, Little Brown, 37 today. Um, but he's had a fair bit to drink already, so <laughs> put it this way, he couldn't hear me speak um, and then he disappeared and has gone for a nap. So that is what it is. <laughs> but happy birthday, little brown. I'll get you back on again soon, obviously, because you are the producer and I is the talent, as it were. Air of the dog for me today. I got absolutely pissed out of my head last night. I was dancing in the living room to fucking the music channels. And I was drinking cherry gin and cream soda. Is what it is. Got absolutely fucking smashed. Didn't go to bed until like two o'clock. That never happens. Because I'm old man. 33 years old. Old man. Goes to bed early. <laughs> but I've gone back to the old format today. So this could go horribly wrong or it could be fucking awesome. Who fucking knows? So I'm streaming live on Instagram as we speak. I'm also recording this onto the YouTube channel as well so you can catch up with Tomo in the shedio talking shit to himself. But the one thing I really, 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 really wanted to talk about today Whereas I watched the documentary last night on the ultra white collar boxing. And I can talk from first hand experience on this because I've done one. See? Um, and I was actually successful in my fight. Although the bloke I had was a 
about 20 kilos heavier than me, which is saying something because absolute fucking man beast. Um, he was about 20 kilos heavier than me. I went into a fight camp, as it were. Um, so I was cutting weight. I was uh, training two, three times a day. And I was really uh, getting into it. Can you hear the fucking wind, by the way? Chill out, man. Um, uh, the guy I was fighting had a fucking burger the night of the fight, as in half an hour before we were about to fight. Chomping on the old fucking burgers he was, kid. You know what I mean? So there's one of us that's taking it seriously and the other one who thinks it's a fucking jolly. At the end of the day, it's not a tickling contest. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fucking hit him in the face. That's what I'm going to do. And there was no way I was going down in front of the missus and my family. Uh, no way, Jose. Um, but one thing really, really stood out in my mind when I was going through it was they never asked how much experience anyone had. Oh, well, they did. They, that's a bit of a understatement. So they asked once, "Has anyone boxed before?" That was it. There was no. You, Fucking hell, you could lie about that. Has anyone boxed before? Nah. You know, um, so there, there was bound to be people out there that have boxed before. Myself, I used to train with the Air Force. Um, uh, well, I spoke about this before on my on my, on my show. I was going to go and do uh, the Wakefields uh, boxing thing, but unfortunately my missus had a bit of a mishap with... Uh, a miscarriage so I had to go and deal with the missus so I never got to finish fighting at Wakefields. Um, <clears throat> I then ended up uh, going into another half camp and fighting a bloke out of the Olympic gym in Manchester in a, in a, in a fight in Bolton and <laughs> unfortunately for me I got knocked out and I can I can hold my hands up and say yeah I got fucking filled in in that fight because I because I did. Um, but, yeah. So I had uh, experience going through the training camp of Wakefields, training, um, again, twice a day, sometimes three times a day. I know the likes of Scotty B were uh, fought there, uh, Willow, um, Chrissy Dunn, etc., etc. So they know what it's like going through these fight camps. Um, going into White Collar, it was though... You could tell the experience levels through these different people. Um, and the trainer to student ratio was ridiculous, really. It was really fucking ridiculous. So luckily for, for us at, G at the Gillingham one, we did have a number of uh, trainers slash helpers, as it were. Um, but... I believe there's only a couple of them that would have got the badges in, in boxing. Yeah, a lot of them have done uh, professional fights, etc. But that doesn't mean that you are then a coach. You haven't got you haven't got the you haven't got the badges. And looking around you could see that there was there was a lot that were a better level of boxing than others and when you put that together that 
is disastrous, or it can be. Um, the bloke I fought, and I don't mean to be big-headed, he didn't, he didn't have the same level of boxing skills as what I did. Which you could see if you go onto the Ultra White Collar Boxing Gillingham 2017, you can watch the video. Yeah, he caught me with a few decent shots, but at the end of the day, he was the one that ended up on the canvas and had the towel thrown in. Um, and there was another lad that was uh, potentially fighting for the uh, boxing gym that we were training in. And he was going to do a few uh, pro fights, possibly a couple of amateur fights with this camp. But then they put him against a complete novice. And he was... Well, you could see him in the ring. He was shit scared. And you can look that one up as well. If you look at the 2017 Gillingham White Collar Boxing, you can see some of these fights. And when you look back at it, you're like, fucking hell. They're huge, huge mismatches. Like, out of this world, when you think about it. Especially in a, in a, in a contest where... You're, you're going out to punch someone in the face. That's what you're doing. You're going to punch someone in the face. Um, and you're trying to hurt them. You are. Uh, it might be for charity, but you're still boxing and you're still trying to trying to hurt someone at the end of the day. So, but when you first get there, you get caught up in the... Um, the pantomime of it all, the, the expectations, etc, etc. So when you get there, you're just excited to get training. In your head, you've got eight weeks of of a good, free workout. Where you're training twice a week with, with them for these, eight, for these eight weeks. If you want to do extra, you can do extra. But you get given these sessions, two a week for the eight weeks. And you get sort of caught up in it all. You... you you train with different training partners. You're holding the pads for people. Um, luckily for me, I'm, I'm used to holding pads. So I know how to hold pads for people. Um, but when you're training, sometimes you get paired with a bloke that doesn't have a fucking Scooby-Doo with what he's doing. So you're not getting the full benefits of, of, of these training sessions, which in turn will knock your confidence for one and it and it will set you back and you can really see it like on a few times like the bloke that I fought I'm pretty sure he missed four or five sessions so that that's down to him you know if he wants to miss these these sessions then like I missed two because of work at the time but I was putting in the hours because I didn't want to one make a fool of myself on the thing and two I wanted to raise as much money as I could for the charity, which is what you are signing up for. You're signing up to perform for cancer research, or so you believe. But when you look back on the documentary that was on last night, it's a real eye-opener. A real eye-opener. Like, you fill, out, you, you fill out a medical form, but you don't have a medical check. You could lie on that. Yeah, that's that's up to you, sure. But you could lie on it. Um, the weight checks as well. 
what we did was stand on a on a on a scale. I think it was twice I did, and then they pair you up. So I was paired up with this fucking gorilla, who was a good two, three, possibly four, five inches taller than me, and a lot fatter. And that's saying something because I'm quite rotund. Um, yeah, I lost a lot of weight when I was training it. I went down from 92 kilos to 80.5, I believe. So I lost a fair bit of weight in those eight weeks. I could have lost more. But when I discovered I was paired with this fucking bloke with man boobs, I had to um, I had to put on a little bit just so I could withstand if I got punched in the face. But... And I think that they oversaturate it as well. So you do your eight weeks, and then there's a couple of week period where it's chilled, and then there's another eight week training camp for somebody else. They keep going through and through and through, and and you think that your money is going towards cancer research, which is raised. I don't know. We'll say, for example, twenty one million. Well played. To be fair, fair play. But if you think about it, it's all over the it's all over the UK. You've got Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham, London, Kent. You've even got two in Kent. You've got Ashford and Gillingham, and I believe in London there's loads. So you're telling me they've only made twenty one million? Like I raised like three and a half grand on my own. So where's the Obviously, the money's got to go to the trainers as well, but it's just mad, mate. It's mad. It's oversaturated. There's not enough trainers to pupil ratio. They should have a limit. Yeah, I understand that they want to get as many in. But if you think about it, I think there was about 10, 10 fights on my on my half of the of the arena. So that's 10 fights. So that's 20 fighters. It might have even been more. I, it's not, you know, that's off the top of my head. But on the other side, there was another ring, which came from the Ashford lot. So even more. Do you know what I mean? It's madness. It's like, well, just throw and keep doing it and keep doing it. And if, say, for example, someone gets ill on the night or two nights before and they can't get a replacement, they'll phone up a ringer or a journeyman, as they call it in boxing. And I'll get a bloke that's had, like, God knows how many fights. And let him fight against an amateur. What? Why? It's bad, mate. It's, it's terrible. You can't do that to these amateur fighters because putting him up against a journeyman, it's not fair. You could get really, really fucking hurt. And there's a difference between having no fights... And wanting to do it as a keep keep fit or something that I've always wanted to do to someone who's done it for most of their life. Like for me, I was quite lucky because I love I love fight sports. I love boxing. I love MMA. You know, um, hence why I've had so many different fighters on on the on the on the show. But. I, 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 I sparred quite a bit with the Air Force. I also had a large training camp twice. Well, say twice. 
one large, one quite small. But then I also had the eight weeks of this training camp and fucking hell, that was my cat. Little fucker. Um, but I like to think I'm, I'm reasonably experienced in that sort of thing, but there was still other people that were better. And like I said a minute ago, luckily for me, I, I knocked him out in the second round. But other people had to fight and, and get humiliated in front of their families against these people. And a lot of them, a lot of the journeymen or the ringers, as I call them, were in the female category because there's not many females that want to get punched in the face. So these ladies have signed up to do these, these fights and then get paired with someone who's been fighting for ages. It's They have to really look into how they're doing these these white collar events because there's obviously loads of different ones there's even the mma one um i can't really speak much about that i have i've not done it i haven't done any research on it but it's it's just too 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 many white collar events going on in in, in a short space of time and like i said too many students trainees whatever you want to call them to trainer ratio like you're expecting there to get some proper one-on-one -on -one boxing training but in theory you're taking a boxing class or a boxer size they're getting you to shadow box when a lot of people don't know what they're doing when they're shadow boxing they're teaching you these combinations and how to counter combinations without learning the basic one twos uh, three fours to start with the one, two, parry, slip, duck, whatever. There's there's so many things that you need to build up to before you can start throwing these combinations in and, and what have you. I know what you're thinking. It's not too early for a whiskey, by the way. It's fine. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a first for the Granite Zero podcast doing... Um, a live stream onto Instagram as we, as I'm talking. Uh, I'm also recording at the same time as on onto uh, YouTube. If I had another device, I'd probably record that and upload it as well. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the audio, put it onto the podcast. But yeah, um, so back to um, what's been going on in the world. Obviously, we're in a crazy fucking time. Crazy being put in in this lockdown and, and being told it's another three weeks but obviously that is for a reason we're not just being told right you've got to do it because you know if if we all started listening and i know for the majority we are listening and we're doing what we are told we are either going out for fizz or we're going to the shop or we're going to work that's it but then you get fucking morons. And when I say morons, I mean cunts. Um, that are just plain and simply think they know better. So what they do is they'll go out with their mates. They'll go out on a bike ride with their mates. And they'll stop off and have a chat and what have you. But you got to think, what are you fucking doing, you idiot? At some point... 
I want to be able to go and see my fucking family. Like today is my brother's birthday. I should have been traveling to Hereford, the mighty Hereford, um, on Friday to have a long weekend with my brother getting absolutely sloshed, probably on rum, sure, or a bit of whiskey, who knows? Um, but instead, I'm in a lockdown and I have to give him a fucking FaceTime and say, happy birthday, mate. Sorry, once again, I can't be with you. A bit like when I was in Afghan for your 30th. Cheers. Um, he's 37 now, so if anything, he's probably forgotten because old. Really fucking old. Um, but like the majority of the of the country, we, we want to get this done so that we can get back to normality. I'm lucky in the fact that I've still got a routine. I've still got to go to work. I'm a key worker. Um, but there's a lot that aren't. For example, my missus is, um, she's a hairdresser, so she's got to wait until June before we get the money that the government are given her to, to, to go into our bank. So we're solely relying on my pittance of a wage. Um, so if any sponsors are out there, fucking hell. Help, help a brother out. <laughs> Joking, but not really. Um, but yeah. There are so many people that think they know better than, than the doctors, nurses and... and medical experts. I had to kick some people out of the tennis courts that were playing tennis. Obviously, they're in there playing tennis. Before you start making snidey comments like, what do you think they're playing? Fucking hockey. Um, obviously, they were playing tennis. But, the rules say, don't play tennis. Don't go to the park. Do you know, do you know what I mean? You fucking idiots. Um, you fucking idiots. You could not know my name. Good movie, that. Snatch. Um, good old Boris. He's back, though, isn't he? Um, but, yeah, so I had to kick him out. It's like, they're locked, mate. They're locked with a sign that says, do not enter, because the government said, eh, no. But, no, you're going to climb over and be a fucking cardboard cutout cunt, and... Ruin everything for the rest of us. Annoying. Um, but there's loads of little things uh, that piss me off. You know, people going around to see their, their families and that. Right, I, I get it. You miss your family. But can you not just not do that? Because you might have gone to the shop, picked it up, then gone to see your nan. Now she's got it. Now she's dead. And that's your fault um, for being a fucking total fucking tit-faced McGee. Um, but let's hope that this fucking does one soon as, because it's licking me out a little bit, not going to lie. Um, and plus, I want my football match to go ahead in July. No, July 12th. Against fucking Spurs legends, which is a bold statement because does Spurs, does Spurs have any legends? 
Who knows? I don't think so. Um, but at the moment, that is going ahead. And I would like that to go ahead. So so we can raise our money for, for Rock to Recovery in mind. And that sort of could be a little segue here into, into a little topic. Like, everyone's saying you've got to stay physically healthy, physically fit during this, um, this period of lockdown. What you cannot, and I cannot um, emphasise this enough, you cannot stop thinking about your own mental health because you will start worrying, you'll start stressing over things that are out of your control. And we cannot do that. If you can't control it, don't stress about it. That is a, a huge thing, I think. Um, and for me, living with what I have and also living with Mrs. Thompson, who is OCD at the yin-yang, is a clean freak, bacteria freak, all that sort of thing. And she's also uh, panics about money, etc., 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 etc. Those added stresses, and then on top of that, having to do the kids' schoolwork with them. On top of that, your husband's got to go to work where he could catch shit, this horrible thing, and bring it home, and then everybody's ill. You know, um, what we've got to try and realise is take that, as I like to call it, and I learnt it from. Uh, my time in the military, take that condor moment. If you smoke, have a quick fag. Um, take a breather, take a breath, reevaluate and re-engage what you want to do. What can you do in your, in your own head that you can control? Sort that out. Don't go fucking bonkers because Boris the Bullet Dodger has put us on a lockdown. You can't control that. That's out of your control. You can't go up and go, can I have the number for uh, Boris? Oh, Boris, mate, I, I need to go out. I need to go out and do something because this ain't working, pal. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't working, mate. Can't do it. This is ridiculous. I've had enough. And he's just going to go, hey, dickhead. I thought, yes. And then put the phone down. But, you know... We got to um, we got to think that it could all be worse. We could be on like a full fucking lockdown where they're like, "No, you do not leave your fucking house. If you do, you get arrested." That would be mental, and we're we're lucky in a way that we're not at that stage. We do have a little bit of leeway where it is you can go out and do your hour hour run which I'll come back to in a minute. You can go out and do your hour, 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 You can go out and do your 60 minute run. Why does my face work? I don't know. Um, go out and do your, your fizz, go out on your bike. Go out on your own. You don't need to go out with your fucking mate down the road. No, phone him up and go, absolutely not mate. I am not coming out with you. Why? Because fucking Boris, the blade, has told me not to. Right? So, do that, do your fizz, come home, speak to your missus, your kids, whatever. Do what you got to do to fix your mind right. Find something 
Here's one for you. Find something that you can do that is creative, that will help you pass this time of boredom. For example, I went upstairs yesterday and my eldest Jess was lying on the floor, rolling around, being a pain in the ass, like she's a teenager, but she's not, she's eight. Um, and she's like, I'm bored, I've got nothing to do. Hey, be creative. Write down some ideas what you would like to do. For example, you really love YouTube. Write down what you want to do on YouTube. Doesn't mean you're going to get a channel though. That's for daddy. But write down what you want to do. Get some ideas. Get some fucking original ideas. Don't go copying Ruby fucking Rube or whoever the fuck. Um, copying their ideas. No, don't do that. Do your own ideas. Write your thoughts down on some paper. Write it on your tablet. I was starting to stress today. What was I stressing about? I know. I'll quickly type that in. Won't I? Oh, yeah. Uh. Write some memoirs. If you're like me and you've served in, in three war zones. Alley bastard. Not really. I'm not really. Not really. Just a crow. Um... I did a I did a tour diary. In fact, I got three tour diaries, um, and I was thinking about turning them into some sort of book, a memoir that I could actually rewrite and make it sound better, be a bit more wordy, which is difficult when you're dyslexic. But um, those sorts of things. Um, learn a new skill. Like me, I struggle. I've got like absolute disabled hands um so i can't learning the guitar for example i'm pretty shit at but i could give it a go if i was that bored you know there's things out there that you can do learn to draw learn calligraphy calligraphy anyone on instagram that knows that word properly i think it's calligraphy fancy writing um learn that you know um, read books. I've got a few books up there that are pretty good. I've got Brothers in Arms by Garrett Jones. Fantastic book. I've got Broken by War by Anthony... Anthony Locke. Another one. Um, Mark Billingham, who's Billy off SAS Who Dares Wins. Another one. Brilliant book. Um... Ollie Orton, SAS Who Dares Wins. I think it's Ollie. Ollie from SAS Who Dares Wins. Another good book. Tyson Fury's book. Brilliant. Read books or get an audio book. Listen to podcasts. I heard a Granite Zero podcast. It's really good. Um, check that out. You know, there's loads of things that you can do that you can help with this isolation. So do one of these do a live live feed get people in chatting to you whatever pardon me but there's one thing i'm going to pick up on and i've noticed it a few times these 5k's that everyone's doing fucking hell they're doing them quick aren't they hey guess what hey hey guess what if you press pause yeah and you've stopped running that doesn't count. It doesn't count. So stop cheating. Stop cheating the clock. Stop cheating everything. All right. Um, 
Because we all know you press pause on your little fucking fancy watch. It's not a competition. Just go out and do your fucking run. Do your run. Who cares how quick you've done it? You know? You could be really alley, put some weight on and do a five mile of death. But, you know, only the elite of the elite can do a five mile of death. So... Um, yeah, not a lot of people can do that. But anyway, um, a big, big, big shout out though to Little Brown, my, bro my big brother, who went off and took his nap a good hour ago after he told me he was going to do the podcast at two. Don't worry, I'll definitely do it. Okay, turn him on, pissed out of his face. Well played. It's your birthday, 37. Shouldn't really be celebrating 37 because it's one of those birthdays, isn't it? It's like, whatever. But happy birthday to you, little brown. Um, ah, my main man, Veteran Trees. Big shout out to that guy because... He has fucking designed some fantastic bit of tree art with the original Granite Zero logo on it. And it is absolutely amazing. If and when the uh, Granite Zero versus Spurs Legend game happens, uh, we'll be auctioning that off. Um, so make sure if you want an original piece of amazing art, get this piece because not only was it supporting um, the podcast, it's also supporting another veteran cause, which we're all about. We're all about it. Um, but yeah, so last night, like I said, I got a bit fucking off my face. So I was drinking cherry gin and cream soda. Now, the cream soda was bought on my birthday because my mate Dan, who's never allowed on the podcast because he's got zero filter, he's worse than me, um, jokingly said to one of my other mates, yeah, bring some cream soda. Dan wasn't even coming to the, to the party because he was working. So this lad has turned up with this bottle of fucking cream soda for no reason. However, it came in very, very handy last night. So... Me and, the, me and the Zero Alpha were drinking a bit of red wine, watching Fleabag. If you've seen that, how good is it? If you haven't, definitely watch it. It's amazing. Um, yeah, really funny. I don't. I'm not, I'm not always the biggest fan of um, female comics. I'm not being sexist or misogynistic. Big word. Um, because usually their humour isn't that funny. But she was brilliant. That whole program is brilliant. So I highly recommend that. So we drank that, and then it was about ten, half ten, something like that. And it was like, "Shall we?" Uh, bit of a bit of a James Brown there. If anyone served with James Brown on Fifteen Squadron and wherever he is now, did you? Um, um, yeah. So we got on it basically. Uh, just me and her. Sometimes the impromptu ones are the best, aren't they? So what we did was we put on the music channels, flicking through, back, back like you used to do in 
the noughties. I hate that fucking saying the noughties. But like back when you did in the noughties, you'd put on the music, MTV or whatever, MTV bass, history, and you'd flick through, find some decent songs. Anyway, we were cutting about doing that, and then we were like, we're out of wine. What have we got? You check the fucking covers, don't you? We found some cherry gin. Nice. But we didn't have any mixer. We had no tonic. We didn't have any lemonade. We were like, fuck. Fuck. What can we do? What can we use this for? And then it's like, pow. What we're going to do is we're going to get the cream soda. Now, troops. Cream soda... And cherry gin. Granite Zero approved. I got so fucking pissed. I was dancing in my living room. Like, I don't know what. I was having a great time. Everything's shut down downstairs. But I was having a great time. I was rocking the fucking world. I was shit hot. In my head, I was Fred Astaire. Oh, it's fucking Justin Timberlake dancing around the living room, feeling happy. And sometimes that's what you got to do when you're stuck in this lockdown. You just got to get on with it, ain't you? Just got to get on with it. And that's made out of whiskey. Um, you just got to get on with it and just take each day as it comes. And if you want to, get fucking pissed. Those of you that have been fur furloughed, furlonged, furloughed, whatever the fucking word is, and you're still getting paid your 80% of your wage and you're at home, make the most of it. Spend time with your family. If you've got a missus, husband, kids, whoever with you, make the most of it. Make memories. Do a little fucking time capsule. Time capsule. Um, do something like that. What I suggest you don't do is what my kids have been doing for fucking some of the days, day in and day out, and that's just being stuck on the fucking, on their phone, on YouTube, doing all that sort of stuff. They need to be experiencing life the best way they can, whether they're going out in the garden, playing, whether they're playing with their toys, depending on how old they are, you know. They could be making, if they're older, they could be making plans for the future. What they're going to do when they finish school, what they're going to do when they finish college, what they're going to do at university, what courses they're going to do, what alley job are they going to do when they leave, are they going to go to join the military, are they going to do this, that or the other. And go back, get your kids watching programmes that you used to watch as a kid, movies that you find amazing, what they might find amazing, etc, etc. You know what I mean? And... For, for example, I've been trying for ages to get the girls to watch Top Gun because I fucking love it. Um, in the end, me and the missus ended up watching it. But I forgot how good it was. Yes, it's very homoerotic. Sure. Hanging, playing with the boys. Couldn't be more gay. Um, but just a bit of nostalgia, isn't it? And you forget... 80s movies are the best and then 90s I think Little Brown is going to be going through um, 
a stage of watching all the Adam Sandler movies with his with my niece, and she's loving it, you know. And and the same at home, we we watched Big Daddy the other day with with the girls, and um, my girls are eight and six. Jess is nearly nine, but they loved it. Jess was in bits crying. She's the most sensitive creature in the world, but she was crying over it because she was sad for the little kid. And she was laughing at bits where he would said things like, I wipe my own ass. And the spelling bit with the hip, hip hop, hip hop anonymous. Damn you, you give him the easy ones. You know, it's like, I remember when that came out, I was like 12 years old. Amazing. Just memory lane and getting your kids to enjoy things that you enjoyed is, is always good. And yeah, I don't know how many people are actually watching Businesses off. Or start businesses. Yeah, veteran trees. He knows. He knows the gen. Um, um, but yeah, I was going to open it up to some like fan questions, as it were. Fans. I ain't got any fans. Um, but I've got one viewer. So if you've got a question, hit it. If not, don't worry about it. <laughs> I've enjoyed talking to myself for 40 minutes. Fantastic. Whether anyone's going to listen to this or watch this or whatever, that's another story. But, yeah. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. You know what I'm going to do? Oh. Right, <laughs> you could say that either way, couldn't you? You're listening while playing with your wood. I'm glad I can be of service. <laughs> oh, but in, for those of you that can't see that bit that's on the YouTube version, um, that's from that's from the Ali bastard that is Veteran Trees. He's making me my sign because he's Ali. Um, and yeah, he's not actually playing with his penis as wood. He's actually playing with wood, which is awesome. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so I was supposed to be starting this um, as, a, as a duo with Little Brown. Obviously, we all know he's off his face still. Probably still napping. Um, it was supposed to happen at two. Um, I didn't. I spoke to him for about five minutes and then he disappeared. And apparently um, my sister-in-law told me that he went for a nap. So I decided to go back to the old format. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to live stream it as well. I tried doing a live stream before and it went a bit shit. So I deleted it. Um, so hopefully this one comes out all right. It seems all right. Um, but again, who's going to sit there and watch it for 40 minutes? Of a weird fat man that can't grow a beard. But it is what it is. I've had a good time, though. I've had a good time chatting to myself. Um... 
But yeah, I I highly recommend the uh, documentary last night on ultra white collar boxing or uh, ultra white collar events. Um, however saturated they are, I spoke about that a lot. Um, also, um, check out on Netflix the Last Dance. Now, if you want to see a true winner and someone that can really motivate you beyond belief, it's that documentary, which is the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, final season with Michael Jordan. What a fucking player. What a team. It's going to be amazing. So check that out. I've been posting up things about that left, right and centre. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Fucking old, old Captain Moore. How fucking brilliant is he? How much did he raise? Like 21 million? Don't spend that up. Is it 21 million? Someone fucking bro science me. I can't... I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of the, the podcast of me sat in my own on the shed. On the shed? In the shed. My face has stopped working. Uh, basically, that was a bit of an impromptu episode. Darren was a bit drunk uh, on his birthday. Fair play to him. I would have been. Um, so I did a back to the old format of um, recording with, on my own. But this time I uh, live streamed it onto my Instagram. And I also uploaded straight to YouTube as well. Um, you're welcome. Uh, as always, a big thanks to Combat Fuel, a big thanks to Dead Man With Coffee, Right Flank and Infusion CBD for always helping to support the uh, the podcast. So thank you very much for that. But as always, as they say in the regiment, per ardua. Through adversity, I'm Tomo and I'm out.